In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Actually, so we watched, um, you guys have seen Clue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tim Curry, man. He's mm, a character. He is. Yeah, that's a good show. That's another one I like to quote from quite I a just lot. watched that one recently. I was surprised at how late in the show Madeline Kahn's flames. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's at one of the, it's at one of the uh, you know, who image. did it yeah. things. It's one of the, it's the one where everyone killed somebody, right? That's like the last yeah. one. Where they yeah, all the killed one. somebody. I and she's hated like, yes, her. I hated her I did it. so much. I killed her. <laughs> I hated her so much. <laughs> and they're all just like. Well, there's the part where she's like, and my, yeah, my brain, and it flames, it, it's just. And, it, and it's oh, yeah, like flames, flames heaving and, and, flames <laughs> on the side of my face. Like, but in, in my breathing, <laughs> heaving breaths. And then it's kind of like. <laughs> and everybody anyone, just kind of like. Yeah, okay. She never gets to finish that because they just kind of move on. They're like, okay. When, he, when he's beating up the dude, he's like, will you stop that? Yeah. And he throws him into the, the thing and, yeah. he, and he comes out, flush the toilet and hands it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. I had to stop her screaming. Murder by Death. Have you seen Murder by Death? No. Still haven't. Oh, you have to see that because uh, oh, Mrs. I, I Peacock keep, I keep thinking in that is off, also guys. in Murder by Death. Oh, how funny. Which is interesting. And Maggie Smith, a younger Maggie mm-hmm. Smith. She's funny in that one too. She's like. Oh, duh. oh man, you got oh. <laughs> you guys should come over just to watch that. It's a stupid movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a murder by just, death. Yeah, but it's it's funny, and you could not make that today because there's this. Yeah, I remember you talking. Sam about Diamond. He's like talking, and there's like this nurse there, and she's like like and she's an old lady, right? And he's like talking or whatever, and like Sam, you're spitting on the nurse. He's like, sorry about that, old lady. <laughs> old broad should be in bed anyway. <laughs> It's hilarious, man. She's like, oh, Sam, we ran out of gas. He's like, listen, baby, on your way walking back there a couple miles back. And he's like, you're not going to you're going to make me walk. He's like, I got these brand new shoes. I'm not going to be. It's just it's it's hilarious. (laughs) Are you ready? Yes, let's go. Okay. Yeah. Who's holding things up? I think we're just going to roll right into this one. We can do the other stuff at the end. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. And you come coasting in to a gentle landing on firm ground, or something like firm ground. Rather than the ground, the giant birds squawk to each other as they settle onto a raised platform, apparently made for the purpose. It's covered in broken branches and bits of vine. It's a messy nesting platform, and as you slide down, your feet crunch a bit, strewn about on the platform's floor are random bones, the remnants of past meals. We just over there. How far did you think it was? The ground shakes underneath your feet. What was that? You notice the treetops are swaying, like an earthquake, I oh, guess. Boy. And then it stops. Well, this region sure is prone to earthquakes. I wonder why. I, I feel like I, I feel like it's similar to when we were at other pillars, and my my spoon is warm. Is it? Yes. Feel it. You're right. 
Well, which direction do you think we ought to go then? I, I think we should stay this way. It's possible for you to trace the trickle a little further ahead, but it disappears into the marshy area that's dotted here and there with little ragged hummocks that seem to grow from the still dark waters. Maybe 200 feet ahead or so, there is a much larger mound that rises like a stately and very firm haven amidst this swampy land. You're about halfway across and passing by one of the shaggy hummocks when the smell changes abruptly. The tang of sulfur is pushed aside by the sharp snap of skunk smell. And to your horror, the hummock shifts as the water begins to bubble furiously. The bellowing of these creatures echoes through this swampy area and suddenly the smell of curling perfume <gasps> cuts through the stench. Please tell me Thump shows up. And with a bellow from the other side, from where you just came through the trees, a brilliantly gleaming figure comes streaking out of the jungle. And that's where we're going to end <laughs> this episode. Tira, it is your turn. Ooh. All right. I remind myself. Um, Thump. Yeah. Oh, and, and we, yeah, so let me go ahead and roll initiative for Thump to see where yeah, he fits where in. where he falls. Last. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, Ooh. okay, yeah. And he trips on the first turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets exploded by the, by the swamp by, gas. By the, by the firebomb. Uh, all right, so you said uh, the smell of perfume cuts through the steam. Actually, that's perfect because the monster just went, you just went, and yeah. so it'll be his turn. Oh, yes. okay. So let's yep. start with that. Okay, great. Thump comes streaking out of the jungle, and he's moving so quickly with his splayed feet that he actually stays atop the water for the first few steps. As he begins sinking, he actually draws within range. He reaches for a quiver on his back, and he pulls an arrow and slots it onto his longbow and fires. Come on, Thump. That is going to hit. Yes. Which one was he going for? The <laughs> Probably me. The one uh, without you on it. Oh, okay. So the, the one behind us. Yes. Gotcha. Oh, that's right, because he was coming from the opposite direction, right? Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Oh. Nine points of damage. Nice. The arrow thuds home on the one that you just attacked. Mm -hmm. And the one that also got fire damage. Yes, that you hit with your elemental breath, mm -hmm. Lomber Bash. I didn't realize the fire would ignite some sort of a methane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was one of the first things I thought of when you said fire, but I was didn't I you're like surely he's not gonna go there <laughs> well like, no you said fire and i thought don't call me surely <laughs> the first thing i thought was the whole the air explodes from all the gas <laughs> in the air but i mean i didn't think he was gonna pick up on that and it was gonna affect all of us but whatever yeah. it's fine it's fine it's fine and there is a smell of honeysuckle that permeates the air <laughs> hmm. he sinks down to about mid thigh level but he stops there because he's taller than either of you. Mm -hmm. And it is your turn, Tira. First of all, how do you react to Thump's appearance? That's, that was actually what I was going to ask you. Uh -huh. uh, maybe we can collaborate on this. She is raging, mm -hmm. and we're in the heat of battle, and he's coming up from behind. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe she has not... Maybe she's vaguely re registered the scent of perfume. Okay. But I'm not sure she actually saw him. Yeah, so Womberbash is between you and him. Yeah, and the other bad smelly creature that I'm not on. Correct. So 
But you do see an arrow uh-huh. thunk into the second creature. I'm going to say that these things register somewhat subconsciously. Okay. And that she won't have a chance to react until she's out of her rage Great. or the battle's over, whichever comes first. Sounds good. Your turn. All right. Just going to continue with the hacking and slashing on the, the animal that I am on. Mm-hmm. 15 plus a bunch of stuff. Yep. Um, 16 points of damage. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you bring your axe down again. Yeah. And the thing is thrashing. Uh, you're, you're holding on mm-hmm. rodeo style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, Nelly. Yep. I was literally thinking that. Like, oh, now's the time for whoa, Nelly. Yeah. Hashtag whoa, Nelly. Yes. It is your turn again. Yeah. Extra attack. Oh yeah. Doing it again for sure. Ugh. Oh, uh, 16. That's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> she rolled a one. I rolled a five. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a hit. Yeah, okay. Had to get it back on the right side before I set it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, just 20 points of damage. No. Um, four, yeah. 14. I was going to say 19. No, I would have to... Let's see. My I'd have to roll a 10 to get 19 or higher. My additional bonuses are total of plus nine. There's a sickening crunch. And the creature underneath you shudders, makes a strange bleating sound, and then slowly, like, the body goes first, and then the head follows after it, yeah, and you splash down into the water. You go under the the peaty water for just a moment, but then burst back up. So he's dead. It seems to be dead. It seems to be dead, or it is dead? It's dead. Okay. Just to make sure. I I figured you were choosing your words carefully. No, it is dead. Yeah. Now, I reduce an animal to zero. I forget. Uh, Does that give me an extra thing? I forgot. Look like, it up. do I get yeah, another? I, I think so. I get something to attack happens. again or something like that? Look it up. Great weapon master. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have to be within melee range of your next target. All right, let's see here. So you've learned to put the weight of a weapon to your advantage, letting its momentum empower your strikes. You gain the following benefits. On your turn, when you score a critical hit, which I have not done, with a melee weapon or reduce a creature to zero hit points with one, you can make one melee weapon attack as a bonus action. Yeah, so you're not within melee range of the other one. I'd have to attack. Now, you have not moved this turn. I have not moved. So we can say that. You get thrown in its direction, and then you use your movement to yes. basically move into... Let's totally say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As she comes back above the surface after briefly going under with the dead creature, she is just in full battle mode now, so her vision instantly finds the next, mm-hmm. the other animal. I mean, if you want to flavor it up and basically overhead tomahawk your, your axe at it, you could do that, and then Ooh. just close with it. I mean, sure, I can do that and then run to it so that I don't lose my axe. Yeah. That's dangerous, though, because if I miss, it goes into the... (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was hoping for. (laughs) Well, guess what? We're not doing that. Okay. In the animated series, though, that would be awesome. Yes, right? Yeah, it would. And I know the chances of me missing are not great, but as sure as I say I'm going to do that, then I'll roll a one and have no chance of that. All right. She breaks the surface. Instantly finds the other creature, runs toward it, and goes to hack at... Is its head down or no? It's low enough that you would be able to hit the at least the neck. If okay, the I'll go for the neck. Perfect. Yeah, I'll go for the neck. Sweep the leg. 17 plus. That's a hit. <laughs> Which would have been 28, by the way. 
Ugh. Uh, 13. My goodness. Why, did I kill that one too? No. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I know he's already been damaged a little bit. Uh, yeah, but that hurt. Yeah. My turn. It looks at you, Tara, that as you hit it in the neck with your axe, it swings its head around and stares at you with those same eyes. And now you need to roll a constitution. Right. And it doesn't work on me, but now my mother has moved to that guy. Correct. But it doesn't work on me. I understand. I was just making note of it. All right. I'm rolling a what now? Constitution? Yep. Saving throw. Good. I have that blacked in. Which is a good thing. Um, 13. Nope. So I get to roll a bunch of dice again. What? Move that over there. That's too many dice. I can tell by just... I'm going to take half damage, though. Oh. Why is that? Because I'm in a rage. This is not bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing. This is necrotic. Fuck. He cheats all the time. He does. <laughs> you got me. You take 26 points of damage. Uh, 27, sorry. Oh, nope. I... 28, I mean. Uh, 35 points of damage. <gasps> oh. oh, wait, wait. <laughs> 48. 67. Wait, wait. 35, you say? <laughs> Yes, 35 points of damage. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're going to get cock and he's like, <laughs> I know, really? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I should shut up. What's the effect? The same thing as Womber Bash went I'm through previously. Like, yeah, yeah, you, your arms drop down. You almost lose grip of your axe mm-hmm. as you replay the mind collapse. Oh, okay. I was going to say I replay my father's betrayal. Okay, there you go. Even better. That's even more emotionally damaging, really. Yeah. The sounds of your father's taunts echo through your mind. The stab in your heart as his words hurt you in ways that you have not been ever hurt physically. Womber Bash, it's your turn. Okay, I would love to reach down and open up this creature's mouth and do my energy beam right into its stomach. <laughs> so I'm not sure it's, if that's possible. It's a large creature also. Okay, so I'm going to aim right for its mouth. Let's say that. Okay. Uh, its head is turned away from you. No. Facing Tira? I'm just going to hit it. Okay. (laughs) Hopefully. Oh, you have to succeed on a... No, you know what? I'm going to switch to a mind thrust. I'm going to look at it and do a mind thrust, and you have to succeed on an intelligence saving throw. Come on, 20. Not this time. (laughs) I fail. Yes. I rolled a seven, and then I subtract four from that. Oh, man. (laughs) All right, so this is 3d10 plus my four. Come on, Max. What are the odds of that? Not too good. Uh, so that is 15, 16. Ooh, 20 points of damage. Nice. Very nice. That's a pretty solid hit. You feel like you've penetrated its thick skull with your mind. A spectral hand wraps around its brain and squeezes. And you feel it scream out within its own head as your mind thrust takes effect. Nice. There's still more life in it. Not nice. (laughs) But it is not looking good. Thump follows up his previous attack. He charges forward even more. He still have him lick one of the uh, the feathers on the quiver. (laughs) Okay. I mean on the uh, on the the arrow. All right. So he uh, (laughs) he reaches in, grabs another arrow, two arrows this time. Ooh. That is going to hit. And the second one is also going to hit. Yes. A second oh. feather. Two two arrows seem to sprout from this beast, one from each eye. Hey, he, ta- he, he, he takes he takes each thing and he rips off 
with his mouth <laughs> on one side, so they. Ooh, okay. Let's do. Let's play it like that. Right. Yeah, he does the split arrow shot. Yes. Yeah. One goes into each eye. Oh yeah. So now it's blind. There's another pitiful. <gasps> there's another pitiful sound. And again, it stretches out full as it just crashes down and sends water pluming to either side. They sink down below the surface of the water and settle into the depths of the water. After a long moment, the algae settles back out flat, and it's as though these creatures were never there. Hmm... I'm hurting though. I mean, I'm not like hurting yeah. her. I, I like I'm, I. I got forty some odd points of okay. Of, of damage. Um, am I sinking back down now? <laughs> I think I've sunk back down. Yeah, a you're bit. you're down up to chest level, basically <laughs> up to your chin in water. Um, Tira feels her rage ebb away at almost the same rate as the creatures sink beneath the surface. <laughs> Everything levels out in front of her. She sees. Bash, you're, are you still giant? I guess. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I'm not yeah. going to be in a moment, though, when I get to my, it's my chance to talk. Okay. Given your size, now, what kind of damage did you take? I know was I it, got Was a, there any physical damage, or was it all in the Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she so, got whipped by the tails. Yeah. Oh, okay. And also the blast kind of burned me. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Me at least yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, you still have smoldering patches where your hair yeah. has caught fire. <laughs> all right, I look over, Tira looks over and sees Bash maybe in a slightly slumped, you know, favoring his leg that got mm-hmm. whacked yeah. or, oh, yeah. or whatever. And without a thought, Tira scrambles as much as she can trying to get make her way through the sludge over to him and I'm going to do the 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 uh oh. stone singing thing. Okay. You need to find some exposed stone. Exposed stone. Mm-hmm. That's part of the use of it. You have to okay. be in contact with stone as you cast well, it. Well, didn't you say that there was where are we? You are 100 feet shy of the hill uh, of the mound sticking out of the water. But you can do it later. What am I going to do? Drag you 100 feet and say, come over here so I can <laughs> In giant <heal> form? <laughs> yeah. Well, never mind then. No, uh, save it. Just save it for when you get to the mound. <laughs> that air let out of the... Like, <laughs> yeah. I hate this game. It's like, I remember, <laughs> I, the cool, quit. I remember the cool ability that he gave me like a year ago, yeah. and I've never since touched it. Uh, so a couple things. As Womberbash takes a step forward limping, you notice that there are leeches covering his lower legs. And you have some stuck to you as well, Tira. Great. But even more important, the glisten of crystal and the smell of honeysuckle pushes away the stench of this place. And Thump stands there looking at you both with burning eyes. A grin seems to spread over his scaled face, and he looks quite a bit different than the last time you saw him. The honeysuckle terminates with another curl of perfume. And he takes a step towards you with his arms open. Thump. Thump? Tira, it's thump. What? There's a brief flash of methane smell in the air, followed immediately by the smell of damp stone. And then honeysuckle. And we're going to end this right here. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 10 minute episode. (laughs) How is this possible? Where did you come from? He gathers you up in his arms, hugging you both. Well, hugging your leg, I guess. Yeah. Womberbash and you to his chest. Thump, I can't believe this. 
And then there is a tumble of smells. You think you catch the smell of one and then another, but then they just all blend together. It's like walking to a room where somebody's cooking several different dishes all at once. May I know what Thump is as far as a uh, class or a... Um, is he like a rogue? Is he a... Well, does Wamberbash know? We don't know what he was at first, right? Correct. Okay, okay, never mind then. Um, now, you, you don't want to meta tell us then. I can. Okay. He's a battle master. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, after a mo- So why, why don't we go with you now, Bash? Okay. It's your turn. So uh, Walmer Bash is going to um, come out of giant form. So okay. basically I'm going to shrink down and... and uh, and as I shrink down, I think the pain increases. Um, okay, gotcha. What I would like it to do is basically there is a wound, but the wound sort of stays the same size. Ooh. Like like what I'm saying is my body comes down, but the wound sort of like stays. stays and so therefore it's, it's much more painful, I okay. think, when I'm regular. Okay, so then there is a bruise going from your hip to your ankle. Okay, okay. Um, I am going to do something. I'm going to go to some dryer area at least i act where i can sit down okay hopefully the, it's not on the head of yeah a, the mound is a hundred feet away okay um okay maybe i'll go over there uh to that area and i'm gonna take some um mud and i'm gonna try to form it up into some type of a a ball and uh i'm gonna turn my hands like this i know you can't see it on the podcast <laughs> and i'm just gonna bring it in close to my chest where my star stone is in my chest uh-huh and I'm going to close my eyes, and all of a sudden, you see a faint glow oozing into this mud. <laughs> and then I'm going to take it and smear it on my bruise and my wound area there, and I'm going to spend, um, uh, I'll say... 20? No, not that many side points. I can only spend 10. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, say f- I'll say seven side points to regain hit points back using mend wounds. Okay. Nice. Minus seven. So, the creature regains 1d8 hit points per side point spent. Okay. So you're going to roll 7d8? Six. Say, I've got two more seven, here. Eight. Yes, please. Thank you. Maybe this was too much. You can only roll seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like the, the dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> now you get good rolls. Yeah. So this is. Oh, 10, my word. 14. So that's 24. And. Plus four is 32. Is that correct? I mean, plus eight, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 32 plus three is 35. 35 hit points. Now, before we get to that point, you start splashing toward the mound very awkwardly. Tira, uh, so Thump is basically going to release you and then start trudging along behind you. Uh, If you don't have any objection, he scoops you up. Yeah, that's fine. Out of the muck. Yeah. And you notice that his... Scales look quite a bit different. You can almost see through them. It's like you're seeing little flashes of whatever's behind him through the scales. It's not like he's invisible, but right. um, is he translucent essentially? It's no, like I he's projecting. Yeah, some it's, of it's, his like a, it's like a cam, like like invisibility cloak style, kind of style camouflage. So like where, the cars where they have the cameras on the one side and they take the picture behind them and project it on the one side to sort of some like some of that idea. Yeah. You can still see him. Yeah. it's yeah. not right. like he's disappeared from view, but he's it's confusing to the eye. As he walks, he's doing more scent projection and again you can't really keep up with it but uh, you feel comforted and he sets you down on the bank of the mound and uh, you see Wamberbash settle down and do some healing magic on mm-hmm. himself for the first time i think yes yeah yeah 
which I can I can heal you too if necessary. Often the more distant reaches of this swampy area, you do see maybe one or two shifting humps sticking out of the water. And it seems like there's more of these creatures out there. Yeah, we need to get out of here. Yeah, no, I would not want to do the stone singing on myself because I take levels of exhaustion every time I do it. Oh, okay. And so it's more of a sacrificial thing to help the team. I see. So, I mean, I could heal myself and then take a level of exhaustion, which is kind of counterproductive. But then I could do something that'll take that exhaustion away. But then why don't I we'll just, just start you? stacking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, then Thump is like, <laughs> please keep using up all your abilities. <laughs> um, First of all, why were we not told about these creatures from the people that live up there? I know, right? They, dumped us, come down they there. dumped us down at a platform in the middle of nowhere and said, they didn't say, Good luck. be careful because uh, there's some stinky skunks out there. They did tell you that they have not been down here for a long, long time. Okay. That, okay. All that means is we haven't gone there for a while. That doesn't mean. As in generations. Mm. Yeah. Well, that could mean anything. That's such a <laughs> veiled warning. When okay. I get back, let's just say I'm going to yeah. have a long talk with, uh, what's his name? Kabongo? <laughs> what is his name? So insensitive. Pacongo? Pacongo, yeah. Kabongo. Um, that's, that's the sound that the pan made when Tira hit Peter in the head. <laughs> Kabongo. <laughs> so this area we've gotten to, this is where the ruins are that we were seeing from afar off. There are ruins on this mound. All right, Tira's going to have a look at them. When okay. she gets a chance to look around and see where they are, here's the ruins. So she's going to walk over. Is there any writing, more petroglyphs? What do I notice? If there were petroglyphs on the walls, they have long since been either covered by the vines, because most of the stone here is covered by vines of some sort. It's only the occasional flash of stone through it that you see. Or this was before they were changed, and so... Yeah. Maybe they don't have the same kind of petroglyphs, but you're not seeing anything like that. There are places, the further up you go on the mound, and it's, I'd say, maybe 50 feet tall. It's mm-hmm. it's really long, kind of oval-shaped, if you were to look at it from above. Mm-hmm. It's a series of terraces, and so you're able to make your way up, and you see, again, tumbled archways, walls that are now crumbled, being covered by dirt and bracken and vines and things. The closer you get to the top, the more complete the ruins are. And so you actually find here and there a doorway that leads into a covered chamber. Hmm. Does it seem like this was some kind of a temple or a ceremonial You could make that guess. Hmm. I wonder what this place was or who lived here. The ground shakes again. Whoa. There it was again. Do I see the island and the lake? Given your progress through the jungle, you're probably still another 30 mile or so. Okay, okay, okay. A couple so miles. So you're a couple miles short of the lake. So that's about a half an hour, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like and that's a, where you saw the purple glint? Yes. The lake? Didn't didn't the people say that they used to live down here? Maybe think, this is it. I think they did. I wonder how much more of the city is underwater at this point. Do the rocks show stress fractures from this recent set of earthquakes like in other words can we determine that these earthquakes are somewhat of a new occurrence or do the rocks demonstrate that well, these occurrence these things have been going on for a while i mean as tira is more closely examining the rock itself oh I yeah could, that's right you, check you've got stone for thing about. stun st- yeah. stun cunning <laughs> stone cunning i've got stone cunning <laughs> <laughs> i'm really good <laughs> stone cunning <crying. laughs> what <laughs> So Terry is going to take a closer look just at the stone, like the, the material itself. Does it seem like 
like these tremors have caused any recent damage or is like you said, does it seem like those have always been happening? It's fairly recent. Mm. Fairly recent. Uh, obviously the, the decay of the place mm-hmm. and the overgrowth, that's all the product of right. lots of time, but uh, you're seeing clean fractures on okay. some of the stones and uh, it's obvious that if the tremors Maybe some, some very fresh around, rubble not for very long mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. stones on top of some some vines here and there yeah 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 yep. some of this damage is just a product of time certainly i mean the vines and you know the moss but i am seeing evidence of recent you know, cracks and and dust and i think that those tremors have only just started happening i think we need to move fast does stump thumps um skin outer appearance look like starstone like does he look like a crystal starstone that's a good question um not really okay okay maybe i'm wondering if he can detect it also like we could use him as some sort of a uh, well i would think he can because he's the one who i mean he broke out of his crystal tomb and came running to this place yeah tira and bash don't know that but yeah we we don't know that but that's what happened so i think He's okay. called. He's called by them somehow or other. Maybe not in the same way we are, but okay. I, I feel like I'm not giving enough um, gravity to the fact that we've just been reunited to Thump, but I don't. Know I what know. To, I don't know what to think about right now. I think we should push forward. Yeah. But. So actually, hang on. As you stand here staring at the stone and deliberating and and everything, Thump is standing there. There's a sudden rumble in the sky overhead, and it's almost as though someone has pulled a curtain across the sky. And within seconds, heavy rain begins to pound down through the trees. Wow. Should we get in one of these covered areas here in this, on this mound? Or should we press forward? Mm, I don't know. I should actually ask that in Wamberbash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, should we stay here out of the rain or should we go forward? I'm already up to my chest in the swamp under normal circumstances. If we go out there now, I might drown. And I think this storm would only make the going that much tougher. We'd never get there. Here, come come into this chamber. It seems well covered. The the roof hasn't fallen in here. And then both one of those. How hard doors. of a rain is it? It is torrential. Yeah. Like you can't really even see your hand stretched out. Okay. Jungle areas are known for this, just mm-hmm. sudden squalls that rise up and then pass within... I mean, didn't you watch Lost? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Come on, Womber Bash. <laughs> um, after, is it leaky coverage in here, or is it pretty pretty covered? It's pretty covered. Nice, uh, nice. So this particular archway that you're standing by seems to be fairly intact. Uh, there's some stuff that you would have to clear out of the doorway to squeeze through. Okay, let's do that then. Um, we should make a fire, obviously. Okay. What time, what time of day I can make a fire instantly because of my survival abilities. It's only about 10 in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we don't need a fire, actually, because it's kind of hot out here. So Yeah, it's it's hot, but the rain almost immediately cuts through. Okay. Uh, and, and it would at least keep that room where we are a little drier. As I mentioned, we can fry up some of them raisins. Fried raisins, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that in some mushroom casserole. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you step into a small chamber. It seems to be... I don't know, let's say 10 by 10. It's not a large room. Anything in here? Uh, there is what looks to be a flat table-like surface on one wall of the room. Otherwise, it's a very sparse room. 
No artifacts. Some roots coming through the stonework. Like vines. Where vines had basically penetrated through whatever mortar there was. And they're starting to curl around. They're, they're white in here because they've been in the dark so long. In the middle of the room, there appears to be some charred remains of a fire from an unknown time ago. And on the table, there appears to be a rolled up bit of animal skin. So what's that? Open, open it up. You do it. Oh. <laughs> you, you open it. <laughs> rolled up animal skin. I thought maybe that was supposed to be the makeshift log. Like the other two we would burn. But is that not what you were going with that? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll tear across this to the table. Is it it's rolled up like a log or is it folded up like a package? Kind of folded like a package. Is it tied up or is it nope, just folded? Just folded. Okay. Tiro walks over to the to the table and notes the the folded package, peels back one You see blotchy letters. On the leather? Yeah. <gasps> There's writing on this and then she hastily opens the entire thing. Is it open out flat? Ooh. Ooh, we have a prop! There's writing on this, and and I can read it. <laughs> Wait, come here, Bash. Thump, look at this. Spread it out. Master, it were a long hunt, but... Are you really having a hard time? If... Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> you are a ruiner. You just need to <laughs> shut up. Okay, I'm going to start over again since you were... Sorry, there was a car anyway. Uh-huh. Master, it were a long hunt, but if Gra- Grackle found him, wait, that can't be right, but if Grackle found him, we tricked him good and bottled him up. It's safe now, and I'm off to... Dalwin? Dalwin? To join the fight there. Good thing stinks here and getting worse. Your servant, Kalawakos? Wait. Now, did we know the guy's name that we defeated? Well, first of all, Kalawakos is familiar. Yeah. Well, Kalawakos is... is the one that killed Peter. Oh, yeah. So did you know? Which one was he? Shumash. Shumash killed Peter. Well, who is Kalawakos? Because we, we know that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kalawakos is familiar. And, and, and Talquin, we've been there. Well, Grekel was the plague doctor. But did we, like, did we, did Tira and Bash know these names? Like, we know them. Yeah. But I don't remember if we, I don't think I don't we think, were. I don't think we know the witch doctor's name. We don't know the, we don't know the, the plague doctor's name. Witch doctor. Witch doctor. <laughs> Dalwin is a place name, so we'd know that. We, and we've been there. And we've been and there. And that's where you raised your first pillar. Yeah. Oh, so Kalawakos was the first guy on top of that pillar. But see, again, I don't think we knew his name. He didn't introduce himself before we killed him, right? I don't think so. Right. But that means that guy wrote this Yeah. on this piece of leather. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. How long is it? How, how fresh is this? How old are we? How it's pretty are... weathered. Wow. So this has been going on for a while. Because remember, we've only been on this trip for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, as you're trying to figure this out, as you're puzzling through Uh things, and I'll get to your comments in just a moment, uh, Thump has come in to this chamber also, and as he steps in, his scent is so overpowering because he's been basically yelling to amplify his smell outside Mm -hmm. to cut through all the smoke or Mm -hmm. all the stench 
And so now that he's inside, it's like being in a room that's just too full of yeah. perfume. And so he looks sheepish for a moment and the, <laughs> the, the smell in. kind of diminishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, funny. Yeah. I only understand about half of this. Who's Grackle? Who's Kalawakos? Master must be the Reaver. And we've been to Dalquin. That's where we... That's where the first pillar was, right? Actually, why would she assume that Master is the Reaver necessarily? Other than it just sounds like a sketchy character who's writing this. Master? <laughs> yes, Master. Master. <laughs> Long hunt. I, I guess this Kalawakos was tracking someone. With, with Grackle? What does that mean? Found him. I guess they found who they were tracking. Tricked and tricked him and bottled him up. Wait. That can't. Hang on a second. I'm trying to. I'm trying to Make go between yeah. what I'm piecing together and what Tira will be piecing together. Mm -hmm. It's safe now. I, I don't understand. It definitely does stink here. So he got that right. <laughs> He's going to join the... F so this Kalawakos went to join the fight in Dalquin. Well, we've been there. This must have been written a long time ago. Bottled him up. Thump, does this make any sense to you? And she's going to hold it up to his eyes. There's a hot, dusty smell. That means no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one of the ones we had learned. So Tira's sensing the dust smell on the air. Sneezes. <laughs> yeah. Is a little crestfallen because she was hoping that some of this would mean something to him. Thump. Gestures with his hands. And then there's the smell of, like, roast pork. It's hard to tell from his reptilian features, but it's almost as though he's frowning. And he gestures with his hand, like, about his height. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, flexes his arms. Do you know who this Kalawakos is? Or was? There's a green meadow smell. That means yes. You know him, or you knew him. Well, <laughs> who is he? <laughs> there's a scent for uh, the Kalawako scent. Um, is there? No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> so you did know him, or you do. Well, who is he? Just not thinking. Obviously, he can't answer. Yeah. He was acting like uh, he was making, a, making signs like it was a big, a big person. Is he an enemy? Green Meadow. Wait a minute. Do you think it was the... Was it the person that we that we fought on the pillar at the Dalquin? Have we already faced him? We've, we've fought so many great fighters and, and enemies along the way. Is this someone we've faced before? Have you faced him? The lack of smell is telling. Oh. He looks puzzled. Is he a servant of the Reaver? There's a faint, uncertain green meadow smell. <laughs> An uncertain smell. <laughs> <laughs> the smell of uh -huh. confusion. Bottled him up. What does that mean? I can't... We tricked him good and bottled him up. Who's him? The rain continues to pelt down outside. Yeah, I don't think we're going to yeah. we're gonna figure this one out. Not now, anyway, unless we have more... Oh, I wish we had Peter with us. He was so much better at deciphering these things than I am. Wait, wait. Hold it up to the, uh, the sun. <laughs> see if there's any special writing that comes through yeah. the leather. There is no sun. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hold, hold it up to, to the hold sky. Hold it to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> there's no moon. Yeah. Wamber <laughs> Bash can help with that. 
All right, Tira is going to read it through in her head a couple more times. Man, I, I wish the rain know. would let up just a little bit. As you say that, I was just about to say this. As you say that, the rain does begin to slacken. All right, Tira is going to fold up the animal skin so that it will fit in her pack and bring it along. Uh, hoping to have more time later to study it and, and maybe compare, like, if they get to a place where they can camp more permanently after they've done what they're going to do, maybe she can try and compare it to other gnosis they've picked up along the way. Okay. Well. Do you think we have another half an hour in us to try to reach the the lake and the island? The rain yes. looks like it's let up a little bit. Um, if one of you will carry me... Uh, I think we'll, we'll get there much quicker without having to worry about me sinking into the mire. Thump, do you think you can carry her? He squats down, you know, like the Tebow pose. <laughs> yeah. And lets you stand on his leg. He swings you onto mm-hmm. his back. Well, let's get over there. I, I definitely think we need to move quickly. Whatever is happening with that pillar is starting to affect things in this area. So we're going to head over. Or as much of a jog as we can. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like yeah, sure. A sloshing jog. Within the next minute or so, the rain stops almost as suddenly as it started. Uh, Now it's just water dripping off of the branches above you, but the heat picks right back up where it left off. (laughs) It's even hotter and muggy. And now more humid. Exactly. The bugs are out. Um, The bug repellent that you've put on kind of washed off, but it's still there. It's it's kind of a greasy mixture, so it actually did a good job of repelling the water. Yes, exactly. So uh, even though they're buzzing around you, they're not really affecting you. Not lighting on us or anything. All right. And for the next half hour, you wend your way through the jungle, watching out for bushes and branches and things. And then, with a last push, 40 minutes later, through the dense and waxy leaves, you step out onto a muddy shore of a broad lake. The very first thing you notice is the faint stirring of a breeze that feels wonderful after all that time in the close confines of the trees. A quick glance at the lake makes you think that it might be a couple miles across, and from here you notice how the jungle resumes its crowding on the far shore. Stillness reigns here. The light breeze pulls gently at the nodding trees as they swelter in the heat, but otherwise the surface of the lake is undisturbed. Even the animal sounds that have accompanied your every step through the dripping green drop off to leave you in a cocoon of sun-baked silence. High above in the sky, a few shredded clouds mar the blue expanse as they drift in your direction. Some distance out into the lake, there is indeed an island. It rises from the water, its sides clothed in the same thick vines that hang everywhere in this valley. Though it's some way out, you can tell that it rises sharply on this side but seems to dip downward toward the middle before rising again at the southern end. It's perhaps a few hundred feet long and might be as many deep, but it's hard to say from where you stand on this southeastern shore. A few stunted trees cling to the stone heights. Their gnarled trunks and knobbly roots bear mute testimony to the struggle of finding life in this remote location. Is the is the water murky or an ominous looking, or is it just like is it 
brown, green, dirty looking water, yeah. or is it more? It's, it's not clear water. I'm not expecting like the Bahamas or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's mountain lake. I mean, just what you would expect. It's okay. uh, it's dark water. A fair amount of vegetation falls into this naturally through windstorms and that kind of thing. So it, as it decays, of course, that yeah. mucks up the water. So yeah, it's it's not see-through. But it's wonder, also not disturbed in any way. And so... I just wonder what wildlife might be in this ah, lake. Gotcha. I just want to make sure we don't like try to swim toward the island and some sea creature appears and we're trying to fight and, and tread water at the same time. Yeah. Looking along the banks of this lake that we can see, there's no evidence of any uh, a dock or a boat. Mm. There are no artificial constructions on this island. I mean, I'm on the, on, on the edge oh, of the lake that we're seeing. You don't see anything okay. man-made anywhere. We need to find a rudimentary lathe. <laughs> there it is. First <laughs> reference of the season, I oh, think. Oh my goodness, Yeah. <laughs> How are we supposed to get to that island? Do you think we could get a couple of logs and strap them together? Put on your mud skippers. <laughs> <laughs> and start running. Yeah. Um, I guess looking left and right, are there fallen trees or anything? It would take you perhaps an hour to find the materials that you need to construct a basic raft. Or even like an outrigger style. I have an idea. That I'm, I'm going to yeah. draw another idea real quick. It's All so right. stupid. Okay, okay so. <laughs> I like water skis. <laughs> <laughs> All three of us <laughs> going. So basically these two logs with mm-hmm. holes, three holes, in, you know, like there. So I, okay. I'm in there. Yeah. Tears in it, and we have a long stick and we just. Punching push on it. the Thames. <laughs> while, we, while we go. I just thought that would be really weird. Yeah. It might work. But then like. Whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, whoa. Yeah. And then we're like doing well, the splits. Well, with my but... strong legs, I'll hold it together. Yeah. There are plenty of vines around. Yeah, let's, I, I say we get at least four logs maybe and try to try find and bind a, them together. Raft, a raft. We can just. All right, so you've got the axes. Maybe, how many I axes do. do you have though? Two. Okay, uh, if you don't mind, give me one and we'll start cutting down some trees, I guess. Okay. All right, I guess we're going to. Thump, I think, should gather some vines for us to. All right, Thump, why don't you gather enough vines for us to tie a structure together, and Bash and I will chop down some logs. Okay, he goes off and starts Mm -hmm. slicing vines down. All right, well. You manage to find some fallen trees already that are in good enough shape that you can drag them out. And Tira, of course, with your 20 strength, Mm -hmm. you're able to basically do the bulk of that work. Yeah. Uh, In short order, you've arranged four logs side by side by side by side. And you've got the vines there, and you begin stitching things together. Um, I think I'm going to try to make um, a or maybe two like paddles, but I'm also going to get a, a long piece of a, a very, very uh, sl- thin tree and, and use it as a pole. So between maybe two people with paddles and one with a pole. Can I don't we know, tell how deep this lake yeah, is? Yeah, though? that's what I'm saying. So, that's, so either way, we have enough to get yeah. across. Okay. I'm not sure if we'll be able to punt or not. Okay. Um, yeah, you find everything you need. If you can just give me... I don't even know what to see. Uh, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do a survival check and just see how good of a job you did on the raft. Yep. Mm-hmm. 15. Okay. Mm, yes. You feel like the knots are secure? 
Wait, were we both doing a check or just him? The way this works is if you're both going to roll, you can basically say, I'm just going to help. And then your help uh -huh. means that you roll with advantage, Michael. So why don't you roll one more time? Uh -huh. So using the help action. That's 16 plus, uh, that would be 19. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. So Never with mind. Tira's help and Thump's help, you are able to construct a raft that feels pretty waterworthy. <laughs> It'll get us there anyway. All right. We've got two paddles and one long pole. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll take the pole at okay. first. Um, and I, I, at the very least, I can shove us off mm -hmm. the shore and, mm -hmm. and at least to a certain degree. Yeah. yeah. You slide the raft out into the water. Okay. Lomberbash, with the pole, you're able to push, I don't know, let's say about 10 feet all, out into the water. And then the bottom just drops. Wow. Okay. Uh, and you're pushing on nothing. Okay. So I'm going to just pick the pole up and lay it flat mm -hmm. on the one side. Gotcha. Have it just in case. Yeah. Because we need to yeah. whack something in the head or something. Yeah. And that leaves you and Thump to, to paddle. paddle. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will uh, hang off the back of the, and just <laughs> twiddle your feet. Yep. Twiddle my yeah. feet. It'll okay. be better than nothing yeah. or better than just the, the paddling. So we'll see. All right. So your feet are dangling mm -hmm. and. Tira and Thump are paddling, and you make steady progress. Are you heading for anything in particular? The, Just the, the island. island. The island, yeah. Okay, um. so there's the low part, or there's the oh, high parts at the, the end. Oh, the low part. Okay. Yeah. After, I'm going to say, 30 minutes of paddling, it's, again, the lake itself is a couple miles across. And this is a really rudimentary vessel. I mean, yeah. it's not like... Hey, we did a pretty good job. <laughs> it's, it was seaworthy. It doesn't mean that it's streamlined. You at last pull close to the low part of the island. And you grate up against the stony surface underneath with a little shutter. The raft held the whole time. Nice. And you scramble out and onto the rocky surface of the island. I need to rest here just for a little bit because I've been kicking a lot. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> are you cramping? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are we going to secure this raft so we can get back? Um, maybe we have some v extra vine on Well, there there's vine secure. growing on the sides yeah. of okay. the island. Yeah, okay. Tira is going to rip off a vine and... Um, secure it somehow. Secure it. Yeah. It's, not, it's obviously not going to be like all fancy, but it's going to be yeah. tied up somehow. So yeah, you cleverly... Guide some loose vine over and wrap it around through some of the vine on the raft mm -hmm. and basically yeah. tie it to Just itself. Just laced it, yeah. Yep. We don't feel any different once we get to the island? That's a good question. The spoon in your pouch has been heating up, and now it's it's almost like a like holding a lit match with the mm -hmm. flame right next. So it's it's really hot against your leg. My, my spoon is really, really hot right now. Oh, we must be close. And more of the lightness of your head. <sighs> We we must be close. It might even be directly beneath us. How yeah? How big did you say the island was? Like once we're on it, is it several hundred feet long and apparently as deep? Okay. So looking at it from above, it'd be kind of like a large circle with a pretty big circumference to okay. it. Okay. This low part of the island allows a small but persistent flow of water over the smooth lip of the stone under your feet. The depression there's basically the ground angles inward toward the middle of mm -hmm. the island. Mm -hmm. It lowers gently from the island's outer edges towards the center, forming a shallow bowl that drains into a hole, maybe ten feet across. Where the water runs across the stone bowl, rich colors shine in a happy explosion of prismatic splendor. Reds, yellows, blues, and greens. Where the water isn't, the stone quickly loses its charm, reverting to a bone-bleached and dusty pallor. Hmm. 
Toward the edges of the depression, the ever-present vines snake outward toward the surrounding lake. So there is a hole. Yeah. So yeah. It, basically, the water's not moving all that much, but especially with you getting off the raft, it's lapping. And it's, yeah. it laps over and then spills down this shallow okay. stone. How big is the hole? About 10, 10 feet 10 across. across. 10 feet across? Oh, okay. Um, let's head over to the, yeah. the center of the island. Yeah, we're going to down there or something? I might fly down there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Bash, can it, why don't you go ahead and fly down there and, and tell us what you can see? Okay. Is it dark down there? All right, so you're going ahead and casting the wings yeah, on yourself? On, just a, yes. So I'm going to cast, or I'm going to spend five side points to um, sprout wings. Okay. And I'm going to, um, I'm going to take a torch as well. Okay. Uh, because I don't know how deep this goes. And I'm sure at some point in time I'm going to lose light. So I'm going to light a torch and I'm going to turn around and look at Tira and Thump and say, I'll be back. And I'm just gonna this time, um, and I'm this time it's gonna be like a like step off. Yeah, just step mm-hmm. off and go down, and then I'm just gonna. And as you yeah. go through yeah. the hole, then you cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're through the hole That's before. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. The edges of the hole were once rough, but the steady flow of incoming water from above has smoothed them, so that they're rounded. Minerals washing from the stone layer where you stand above ground have formed graceful stalactites that hang down into the dimly lit interior, but it's not all that dark inside. Okay. Inside the hole, you find that the slanting morning sunlight illuminates a chamber of marvels. Directly below is water so vibrantly turquoise, you find yourself gasping. It ripples outward gently from where the steady dropping water splashes down to strike the surface. And while the edges of the pool are that brilliant blue, the center turns quickly to a deep indigo indicating an unknown depth. It may be your imagination, but there seems to be the faintest purplish glimmer deep in the inky darkness of the water. Now, uh, from the opening hole down to that that water, how, how much distance is that? 60 feet. Okay. As I go down here, so uh, flying, hovering is more difficult mm-hmm. than it is to fly. And yeah. so even though I'm seeing these things, it's sort of a jerky motion because I'm having to, mm-hmm. to bat quite quite forcibly to kind of like just sort, sort of hover down um, as opposed to flying. So yeah, sort of diving. I'm going to I'm gonna take a look at that and try to assess as quickly as possible. I'm going to try to look on the side to see if we're going to get hurt. I'm thinking about a rope being lowered so everybody can come down. And then after I assess that, I'm going to just going to bat harder and actually mm-hmm. fly up and I'm going to come up out of the hole. Okay. Uh, I, I see you basically like one last bat and you go straight up streamlined yeah. through the hole yeah. and as you get out the top, <laughs> they yeah. come back out yeah. and you settle down onto the stone. Y- you should see it down here. It's all these colors everywhere. There's more water and it seems like it is really, really deep. Um, I think I think a rope can 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 fit down there. What, what, what was the length of your rope? 30? Two 30-foot lengths. Yeah, two 30-foot two, two foot ropes. Uh, I, th- I think our ropes tied together will get everyone down there, I think. Okay, so I am personally having a hard time like visualizing what is going on. So it, the island is like hollow. It's like a hollow shaft. Yeah. And once it gets in there, then there's more land and water. Like where are we going to land when we get down there? Yeah, I'm thinking there's like at least a rim of somewhere to stand around yeah. this pool of water that's down there. So I'm going to show you some pictures. That I'll, I'll try and do this in uh, our Discord server too, okay. but okay. it's it's called a cenote. 
Uh, it's typically a South American thing, but yeah, I've seen. Uh, as a matter of fact, I watched a show where they okay. went down on one of these. Okay, got it. Yep. So got it. stackers, look for pictures or at least a link to cenotes in our our or in our Discord server. Okay. Now the one in this show, there there were animal bones and stuff down there mm-hmm. from animals who had like fallen down in there mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so, but okay, that that helps for sure because I was like, I don't understand what is happening here. <laughs> We get on top of an island. There's a hole in the middle of it that water is flowing down to. You get through the hole, and there's another lake. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. How is that even happening? Okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, and uh, Bash, lingering at the edges of your memory, as you came up from down below, you do have a lingering recollection of a walkway around the inside with kind of a shelf on one side in there, too. So it looks like it extends out underneath the surface of the lake, for some unknown distance. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm going to find a good location to tie off this rope. Can I, cause I've been down there. I kind of want to make sure they come down in, in a good spot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, tie the ropes together and secure it to a tree or a rock or something. I don't know. Well, there's the plenty thing. of vines again. Uh, you'll it's have to, vines, I guess. you'll have to work with the vines, but you can get them arranged okay. in a way that allows you to tie off. Okay. And, uh, I'm going to let thump, and Tira take the rope down, but I'm gonna I'm gonna fly down. Or I'm gonna dive down there and yeah. kind of float down. Okay. You're tying off the rope when there's another violent tremor. And this time you actually hear little bits of debris from where you're standing tumble down into the water below. And this time you hear a sound of harsh hissing somewhere. Okay. It's coming up from the hole. Oof. Uh, hurry up and grab a hold of this, uh, Tira, and thump. I'm not sure if the ground is going to give out or mm. something like that on the next tremor. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I'm going to go down before you guys and meet you okay. down there. So Tira goes down, just hand over hand, lowers herself down. Her, yep. her legs aren't even uh, wrapped around the rope. No She's just upper body strength. No She's problem. just like, what? Actually, your, your, legs are flat. your legs are like, like straight out. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. you're like, please. <laughs> <laughs> She goes head first. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> Actually, you just go upside down and go like yeah. this with your feet and you just... <laughs> Australian yes. rappel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like an aerialist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you hang from the bottom of the vine. Uh, because of the way it's tied off, there's maybe like a one foot mm-hmm. distance between the end of the vine and the surface of the water. Right. But it's amazing how beautiful it looks down here. The, the sunlight arcing through the hole glistens off and so you have that the, the wave patterns on the walls mm-hmm. as the water. Can she see the faint glow now uh, the yes. Now that yeah now that I'm down in it, yeah. I see the purple glow. Do you see do you see do you see the purple? I do. How are we supposed to get down there? How are we supposed to get to this thing? I know. Are you gonna turn into a fish or something? Uh, yes I am. <laughs> well you're gonna fight the thing by yourself? You're gonna free the the pillar all by yourself? No, but at least I can I can go down there and check yeah. it out maybe. Well that's true. And see how deep it is. The shelf area of this chamber um, is off to the side. You could swim across to it and then mm-hmm. just climb up on it so you're not hanging from the rope yeah, the whole yeah. time. I think he purposely had the rope dangle down closer to the ledge the anyway. Shelf is what, yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So Tira lets go, kind of plunges down, I guess, into the water a second and just scrambles onto the ledge. Yeah. And uh, Thump hanging there about five or six feet above you. Looks down, and you almost see a playful smile on his face, and then he just basically drops straight down. Yeah. 
bloop, right into the water. Yeah, it goes. Like no splash. Yeah. And he's like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm home, baby. (laughs) Yeah. And then he climbs up dripping onto the shelf also. So you stand there. Shakes it off. Yeah. We can send Thump down there. I mean, I'm sure he he could probably hold his breath longer than we can without He appears to be breathing. Uh, It's not like he's inorganic. True, but. But I mean, like, he he could hold his breath longer. As a lizard, he Probably can hold his breath longer Maybe. than a human or Maybe. even. Okay, anyway, I can do it if you want. I guess you can ask I'm... him, and if he smells like green meadows, then we're a go. <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, let, let's inspect around. We yeah. have really, there might be a cavern that leads there down. There might be a drain button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a flush? Yeah. <laughs> Ascend pillar. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> All I, right, yeah, so standing on the edge, let's do, use look uh, maybe your cunning stuff. Stone cunning? Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. it's stone in here. So let me let me explain the situation yeah. here. All right, situation. You're on a shelf, and it does scoop back into a cavernous area that leads very quickly to All deep natural, darkness. not man-made. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you see stalactites, stalagmites here on either side of this large cavern that basically descends downward at an angle further down into the earth. Mm. Again, presumably underneath the any of the water in the lake. So this island rising up, this is all within the confines of the island, mm-hmm. angling down to follow it further down into the earth. Again, that hissing sound. And it seems to come from the direction of that deep, dark. Uh, is the cavern. hissing sound sound like pressurized heated water or more of like a an animal an creature animal, yeah. hissing? It sounds like pressurized water okay and in fact shortly after you hear the sound another rumble there's a rumble and then a cloud of billowing steam yeah, rises okay. from further okay. down so mm. something is hot enough to boil water to have it <laughs> yeah and boiling is 212 degrees Ooh. um take it from the tea man <laughs> thump did not seem to have any trouble being in the water now, he didn't go down very far, obviously, but I mean, he just like, yay, jumped into the water, swam gracefully yeah. to the shore. I apologize. Can you explain to me? I know it's going down. It, it, it's filled with water, though. No. Okay. So it is going down. We can walk that thing. Yes. Yeah, okay. you can walk it. All right, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So um, I suppose it's getting darker down there, though. So oh, the yeah. torch I have will definitely be needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can and see. And I have dark vision, so I mean, I'll be able to see a little further, I guess. But Okay, yeah. I'm going to have you go first okay. because I don't know if the light's going to interfere with your dark vision being there. It just would negate it, I guess. Yeah. Make it worth then anything. she'll be back to regular. Okay, yeah. So you go first. I will be behind. Maybe then, you, can, you can bring up the rear, then, maybe. Then thump, and then I'll bring up the rear. Okay. Okay. All right. It's like a descending Ledge or stair? Just like a gentle slope down. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. Wait, there's the elevator right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your feet grit along this passageway. It's Slippery? No. Okay. Nice. You said grit. I know, but I mean... Uh, it seems to be dry in spite of the steam. Nice. I guess it's the, the grit of the stone underfoot. I'm going to say it's about 20 feet broad. And maybe about 10 to 15 feet tall. Okay, cool. So if you're claustrophobic, it's not an issue. Right. Not yet. (gasps) And you just press forward. So I can see 60 feet ahead of me. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that's starting to come into view? What comes into view is a wall of, or a thickening mist in the air. It's getting warmer Mm -hmm. and harder to see. Mm. 
The steam really picks up as the further in we go. Another blast of steam. How are we supposed to get close to this thing? I don't know what we're supposed to do. One way is we can cover our skin with something. Uh, do we have, like, you have a robe of protection? I have a cloak of protection. I have Peter's cloak of protection. You could put that on. The only thing would be exposed then is your face. You might be able to pull yeah. it down, and that would, would help. I don't remember having anything. How's, how's Thump holding up? I mean, he his skin is like be, a crystal. Yeah, he seems to be doing okay. Okay. So, um... I thought I did have some type of a a robe or something, but I don't. I can't find it on my mm-hmm. thing. I'll just um, I'll um, I'll grin and bear it. I guess I would put that co- uh, that protection on that way. The only thing exposed is your face. Yeah. Tira dons the cloak and pulls the hood as tightly around her face as she can. We're while sweating st- our while butts still, off, basically. Yeah, while still um, <laughs> keeping her range of vision uninhibited. Mm-hmm. Um. What smell is coming from Thump right now? No smell at the No moment. smell at all. Right. He has a wary look about him. Wary look. No doubt. Yeah. I have goggles, don't I? I don't know. Why would you? I got them. Yes. Um, hey, Tira, put these on. I have goggles that will help protect your eyes. Oh, okay. Great. Put on the goggles. They're glasses of some sort. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do they steam up? <laughs> yeah, they steam up immediately. Oh, oh give me my yeah. glasses back. <laughs> nope, you know what, Bash? That didn't work. <laughs> my my own vision is, is fine. Okay. It's just that I don't know what else we... I, I just don't know how we are going to get close enough to affect this. It's Can, continue, hot. Yeah, continuing down. How close are we? What do we see? Are we? Are, do we find... It is so filled with steamy air. yeah. Would would more than one torch help? Like we only have one right now. So actually, Probably having the not, torch lit, yeah, it, like, thickens. Yeah, like okay. when you're in driving in fog, you don't want to put your high beams on because it's just bouncing off the fog and making but, it I mean, a white certainly wall. Certainly, we can't ditch it. I mean, she'll be the only one to be able to see. I guess we can hold on to you, um, like uh-huh. a train. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna grab onto the yeah. back of Thump, and Thump's try, gonna grab on the yeah. back of you. Try dousing your torch. Maybe I, my eyes will have a better chance of seeing. Okay, so I, I put it out. That helps a little bit. Uh, there is a dim light that filters down from behind you, from mm-hmm. the direction you've come. But now there's this eerie blue glow that seems to suffuse the chamber that you're in. You stand for a moment trying to make sense of exactly what's going on. And a voice that sounds unearthly fills the chamber and runs through you. Welcome, children. I've been waiting for some company. And two lamp-like eyes open in the mist ahead of you. And we're going to end the episode here. Large eyes or small or regular eyes? Very, very large. Dragon. A dragon. Oh, why Why would you say that? I bet you it's a dragon. Oh, boy. I'm going to give you one experience point each oh. for finding the island. Three experience points each for concluding the fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to open it up for the Norse battle. All right. Um, 
I mean, I know we got the benefits in game, but obviously, if it wasn't for Tira, we would have been in some serious trouble. Um, about what did I do? Uh, uh, dispatching the uh, the bad guys. Doing oh, a hundred million points of damage. Yeah. Oh. Um. Let's see. We only cleared out one of them. I think some got the other guy. Yeah, he finished them, but you yeah. put the hurting on it. Um, I was actually gonna uh, nominate Bash for some props for wanting to make a little raft. <laughs> Yeah, and and also just the 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 uh, the thoughtfulness of thinking there could be any kind of creature in this thing. We That's we true. shouldn't just swim across this. We need to make a thing. Yeah, why don't you take one? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, the sure. for the um, raft. Uh, hmm. Um, Tira, I want to give you another one for puzzling through for being able to read <laughs> the note. <laughs> I was the funny thing is I was getting ready to say. Thump was actually quite helpful in hmm. with his answers, his yes and no answers. Oh yeah, and he's things. part of this now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll give him a hundred experience points. <laughs> That's cool by me. <laughs> that <laughs> elevates his uh, abilities. Yeah, but yeah, it was good to have his input on that. Anything else? I think that's good. It's good to have you yeah. all reunited. Yeah. Yes. Well. Not everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Farron's not here. I mean, Peter. I know you do. Get Farron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get a recap. Hmm, okay. Tira is 53 points into level 13. Wombarbash is 61 points into level 13. All right. And Thump is what? He's seven points into his level. What level is he? <laughs> He's on our side. How come we don't get to know Yeah, exactly. Him? What's going on? He's level 14. Okay. Nice. Nice. Go ahead, Thump. Yeah. Now I need to actually level him up to that, but mm. oh, okay. <laughs> that's where he is. Mm-hmm. Well, stackers, uh, we obviously have some important things coming up in the next episode, and we hope you'll join us for that. We didn't start off with our normal stuff, and so I just wanted to remind you, if you're looking to interact with us, you can always find information about us and what's going on with our show on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice. You can email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com, or if you're more of a Discord person, we'd love to have you join us on our server. Information about that is on our Twitter feed. Go check that out. And uh, we'll see what happens next time right here at Stack of Dice. I know the chances of me missing are not great, but sure as I say I'm going to throw it, then I will roll... That's going in the trunk of I only understand about half. <laughs> She's like, I only understand about half of this. <laughs>